Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. Steve Cypress here along with Everett Farnell. Steve, I got to tell you something. Today is going to be the most monumental, amazing podcast that we've ever done because what we're going to do is we're going to attack the most disastrous, most horrible problem that so many business owners have when it comes to sales and marketing. Right, and not only that, but we're going to offer the single greatest solution ever. The most amazing, incredible solution that they've ever heard. In In fact, this episode is going to be the most unbelievable episode, not only of this podcast, but of any podcast ever of all time anywhere. Anything, no matter whether you're talking about business podcasts, which obviously we dominate the genre, or whether you're talking about entertainment podcasts, doesn't matter. This is going to be the best. In fact, that's a good point, not even including just podcasting. Any type of broadcasting or messaging ever created, this one episode of this podcast is just going to be by far the greatest one of all time. Absolutely, believe me. In a thousand years, they're going to go back through the podcasting archives, and this is going to be the crown jewel of mass media. Not even podcast. They're going to go back through every episode of every TV show, every magazine, every newspaper, every website, every postcard ever sent, every phone conversation ever had, every piece of communication ever had in the history of mankind, and this. Dear listener, this podcast you're listening to right now is going to be by far, without question, the greatest one of all time. I love it. (laughs) All right. So we're having a lot of fun here. And in fact, we're kind of having a party here before we get to the whole point of the mess. Just want to let everyone know that the party is because, yes, this is our episode number 53. We are beginning our second year of weekly episodes of the lessons learned from Donald Trump podcast. So happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us and President Donald Trump. I still can't believe it. Last week I was watching the Showtime show called The Circus, the greatest political theater or whatever, and they're showing clips from presidents getting sworn in, and then Donald Trump is on there, and it's still, I I still look at it, and it boggles my imagination. Same here, which every time I even see him on TV with that little seal in front of him, and I'm just, (laughs) I'm like, I can only imagine, I mean, it's amazing, I can can barely but sort of relate to all the anti-Trumpers who still can't believe he's the president and call for his impeachment and say stupid, ridiculous things like, oh, he'll... You know, he'll only last a few more months. So without like, oh, my goodness, that's really how you're going to go through the next four years? Like, even I can't get over the fact that this guy's actually president. But, like, i got to get over it. I mean, the guy's actually president. Okay, and speaking of which, all the fun we just had at the beginning of the podcast is the point of this week's podcast episode. In case you didn't notice, we were using a heck of a lot of what is commonly known as hype or exaggeration or uh, as even the people in the media are starting to understand what Donald Trump is starting to say things like, or at least, you know, I don't watch it that carefully. So to me, at least, I see for the first time they're starting to say things like, well, you know, you can't really take him at his word, and he's prone to exaggeration, and he likes to overstate things, and I'm like, you know, he is a marketer, and he's always a salesman, and like, 
Yeah, or he's called be called the P.T. Barnum of presidents or whatever. Like, and as if that's a bad thing. I mean, there was right, a lot yeah. of business owners in whatever year P.T. Barnum was around, a hundred and something years ago. And can you name three of them? I can. Everyone can name P.T. <laughs> Barnum. Name one of like, them. <laughs> there's something good about being ultimately unbelievably Mr. Amazing hype, but. You know, Everett, there are so many business owners. I get so much pushback on this all the time, and I'm not even talking about anywhere near the ridiculous fun we were having or any, even anything Trump says or does. I'm talking about people pushing back on the simplest of marketing by saying ridiculous things like, oh, I don't want to sound over hypey. I don't like hype in the marketing. I like to sell without selling, and all that kind of BS. Right. It's ridiculous. And I hear it all the time as a, you know, I mean, as you well know, I make a substantial portion of my living writing copy, a direct response copy. And I hear people all the time, oh, I, I don't like hype. Oh, I can't stand all that hypey stuff. Oh, the, what's his name? Uh, Billy Mays was over the top. And for those of you who are not serious students of direct response, Billy Mays was the OxyClean guy. So you probably remember him. Hi, Billy Mays for OxyClean here. Go get Pitchman from Amazon. You'll before it. But that's a different story. The point being is that what people don't realize is that in their marketing, hype is nothing but emotion. See, Zig Ziglar said, rest his soul, selling is nothing but a transference of emotion. And Claude Hopkins is credited, although somebody, he actually got the quote from somebody, but Claude Hopkins is, is credited for saying that marketing is salesmanship in print. So the hype in a sales letter or the hype in your marketing piece is nothing but a transference of emotion from you, the writer of the piece or the owner of the store or the, of the owner of the business, to your marketplace. And just like often happens, it has to be bigger on paper. Because if you know anything, for example, if you know anything about being on stage, everything has to be, you know, you have to like, like turn it on 10 times because being on stage makes your emotion and makes what you're doing so much smaller that you have to really turn it up in order to, to transfer that experience to the crowd. And, well, and the bottom line crazy. is get over it. Get over yes. your own anti-hype BS that you're telling yourself because what you're saying is, I want to settle for mediocrity. I love when, well, I don't know who's on it now, but the old David Letterman show or whatever, uh, Jay Leno, uh, they would show these crazy local TV commercials. And they would show them, and it would be the car dealer who's dressed up like a turkey for Thanksgiving and whatever, and he's shooting the cars out of a, a musket, you know, and, uh, all kinds mm -hmm. of whatever crazy things local business owners were doing. And these would make national TV as supposedly as a joke, but you know that their sales went through the roof. The next day, you know that their phone rang off the hook, and you know that they got all that free publicity. Meanwhile, of all the car dealers in your town, wherever you're listening to this, if there's one of them doing those wacky, crazy commercials, it's likely he's also selling the most cars. So you can say, I don't like the hype, and I don't whatever. I'll tell you, here's, here's some more names of people who didn't like to be hypey. I can't even remember them. Jeff Bush. I can't Bush, think of them. Martin <laughs> yeah. O'Malley. I can't even remember the name. And there were like 16 of them up against Trump. Uh, who had, all kinds. You don't yeah. even remember. Mike who Huckabee, Ben Carson, Carly Fiorina. He, he just mowed them down one at a time. And they all mm -hmm. criticized his overhype. Oh, yeah, he's overseas. Over, okay, you're gone. Uh, Chris Christie, you're next. <laughs> there goes Marco Rubio. There goes Ted Cruz. There goes whatever. I mean, I'm just thinking of the boring. These guys were, I mean, I was going to say likely, but almost undoubtedly, 
much better, much more knowledgeable and experienced at politics and at the world of diplomacy, and I'm sure they knew their stuff better about foreign policy and domestic this and how Congress works and hoo-ha and what They were all eminently more qualified in the useless qualifications of knowing about the industry, but they were eminently disqualified to lead a nation after years of morose, thinking we're not an exceptional nation, that's what we were told, and we're just like everybody else, and everyone should be equal, and U.S. isn't, you know, phenomenal, and all our numbers show it. If you look at the results of, of anything that, that judges America on education levels or financial levels or how much debt we're in or how much our economy's not growing or whatever, we were told all this we're okay nonsense, and Trump comes along, overhikes everything to the max, and guess what? Got a groundswell of support. Sure, he has his detractors, but I'm also pretty sure he had enough support in enough of the right places that for crying out loud, he's the president of the United States. Again, hard, hard to even say, but the, I was amazed when the guy was like still in the race after a few weeks, and then like another month, and then another month, and then we, you know, that he started, he like came in second in a primary, and then he won a primary, you know, and so I, I was just amazed all, all along the way that he kept going. But he didn't keep going because he said, I'm afraid of hype, or I want to be subdued, or politically correct, or I want to, you know, be professional and presidential. That was the term for a while. Remember that all nonsense. So you decide mm -hmm. what kind of business owner you want to be. Just another one on the scrap heap or forgotten business owners, or do you want to commandeer the entire market in your community of whoever you serve and be number one? It's funny that you mentioned David Letterman because actually I, I don't tell the story enough, but I, I really should tell it more. But in 2006, I actually had an ad show up on Letterman who was doing that who, on one of those jokes. Oh, I love headline it. To the, ad, the headline of the ad was, Who Else Wants to Keep Raccoons from Having Sex in Your Ceiling? <laughs> and uh, I, I, uh, it was October 23rd, 2006. I actually called it and got a copy of the uh, copy of the video. I had to transfer it off of VHS. That's how old it is. But it was, it, it, you know, you want to take a guess, you want to take a wild guess at what the most profitable ad we ever ran in that business was. Uh, you know, I, was a, I'll just take a guess of the multiple <laughs> choice of A or anything else. I'm going to pick that one. Yeah, exactly. But I'm also going to guess that you spent the entire rest of the time in that business trying to come up with something even more outrageous that would make it onto that show again, and it would also be awesome. Well, actually, uh, everything was tagged with as seen on David Letterman from that moment on. As well, soon as I got, as soon as I got the the video, as seen on David. What I was trying to say was that maybe you're saying yeah. it wasn't, but I, in my experience, when someone gets a taste of outrageous claims, outrageous hypey marketing, and the results that come from it, they get bitten by that bug, and they want yes. to duplicate it, just like a one-hit wonder band always wants to come up with another hit and relive that glory of that time they were number one and they were. Girls were shrieking when they ran on stage and whatever. Like, But nobody says, gee, I wish I could just sit down and recreate just another typical boring advertisement just like every other one you see. Yeah, once you see that, once you're on the show, then yeah, it becomes uh, it becomes a target from that moment on. And I'm guessing even if you weren't on the show, and just because the phone was ringing off the hook from that thing even before you were on the show, that's the one you want to recreate. That's the one that if you're shopping in the supermarket, someone's going to come up to you and go like, aren't you that raccoons having sex in the attic guy? Like, yep, and right. I assure you, even if there were 17 other critter control, wildlife pest control business owners in that supermarket, no 
was come up to them going, hey, aren't you the guy with the name of your company and your logo really big at the top of your ad? <laughs> exactly. Aren't you the exactly. guy who just says Joe's Critter Control on the side of your truck? Are you that guy? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. No, nobody it's, said it's, nobody ever, as they say. Nobody ever. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely uh, amazing what a little bit of hype can do. And by the way, notice... And it's even more amazing, more unbelievably amazing, what an absolutely humongous ton of hype can do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> which is... Uh, which I was almost getting into the borderline of our advanced tip of the week, which, you know, we always have, if you're a loyal listener of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast... You know that you go to LessonsLearnFromDonaldTrump.com. You can not only listen to all 52 of our previous year's worth of phenomenally, unbelievably excellent podcasting episodes, just one more spectacular than the last one in all cases at all times. I mean, that is the greatest compendium of podcasts ever put anywhere on the Internet or anywhere. But you can also find contact information forever to myself you can get in contact with us. We'll share our advanced tip of the week about this episode or any other previous one you want or any future one that you want when you contact us in the future. But don't wait till then. Go there right now. Lessons learned from DonaldTrump.com. Contact us. I'm telling you, not only was this the most spectacular episode of all time, but the advanced tip this week. I mean, Everett, is that a pretty good advanced tip this week? Pretty good. It is ridiculously good. It's amazing. It is literally business changing. And I don't mean that a little bit of change in the business. I mean completely business remodeling. I'm talking about double, triple, quadruple the sales almost immediately. But oh, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you were going to say that because I wasn't sure if you meant business changing in a good way. Well, if, if somebody wants to expand their business and put more money in their pocket, have more cash flow, have more sales, and have more money in their pocket, then it's a good way. If somebody that likes is in a good like way. they are, I and, like they're, and they're going, I was just having oh, a lot of well. fun. I know people lot, like, often say things like, this will be life-changing, and I'm like, you, but you didn't say whether that would be in a good or bad way. Lots of things no, are like, a bullet in the head is life-changing. Yeah, but anyway. No, but see, if, if, if they don't want to expand their business, if they like their little business like it is and they don't want to get any more business or make any more money, then it's not so good for them. But that's yeah, then by all not, means, they're probably do not, not go to LessonsLearnFromDonaldTrump.com. Do not listen to any of the other episodes. Do not contact us where we would give you one-on-one -on -one help and multiply your business and your profits and your income in a spectacular way. If you do not want to transform your life in a positive way, by all means, don't do any of that. Don't do any of that. But if but you if do, you do to, that's what you, know you need to, to do in addition to being back here next week for another unbelievable – and I can only it's, – it's I know this is going to sound incredible because this was the single greatest episode of all time of any broadcast of any kind. But next week's episode – I mean, Everett, what do you think about next week's episode? It's going to blow their socks off. So, yes, this is the best episode ever in the history of media. But watch out because next week might even top this week. It's amazing. Mike. It's ridiculous. It's fabulous. And they better tune in because next week absolutely will. Absolutely will be even better than in fact. We are going to make next episode great again. Make it fabulous again. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.